Welcome to the Crystal Says Let's Chat You and Me podcast, where every conversation is honest, inspiring, humorous, sometimes controversial, but always what you want to talk about. Your host is Crystal Haynes, a Christian author, speaker, and consultant. Join the conversation as she speaks on life, love, and everything in between. Let's listen in. What are we chatting about today? Ooh, y'all, I am super excited about today's episode. Why am I excited? Well, let's put it this way. I finally get to interview someone I thoroughly admire. He is truly, as his slogan goes, the I will outwork you king. Okay, he is a man who wears hats of many different levels. And I say levels because what he does is truly outstanding and it will amaze you the way he is able to do what he does and network and build. And you know what? You'll get to know in the rest of this interview. Who am I talking about? I am talking about none other than Ezekiel Akinyemi. He is also known as DJ Zeke. Yes, that DJ Zeke. I'm pretty sure that he has rocked one of your events. And if he hasn't yet, I don't know what you or your company is waiting for. You need to get in the know. Also, he is now a clothing line mogul. And I'm going to call him a mogul because everything he does, by God's grace, it turns to gold. He literally has the Midas touch. So his clothing line is also known as Oluwashei. Okay, but he'll also talk about that a little later on. Ezekiel, also my friend from college. So it's extra special for me. Thank you so much for coming on to the show and being willing to talk about this particular episode, Thriving Against All Odds. How are you? Say hi to the people. Crystal, thank you so much. How is everybody doing? I pray that you and your family are doing well in this troubled time and you're able to uh, recoup or pivot from, you know, I know a lot of people ain't making money right now, but, you know, you work hard, you figure it out and things happen. Thank you so much, Crystal, for having me. You are most welcome. I love that you said pivot. Let's get all the way into it already. The topic is thriving against all odds. Let's be real. 2020, <laughs> it threw us all into a tailspin. Nothing we knew was normal anymore. No way we ran our businesses, our entrepreneurial endeavors, none of it. You being known as DJ Zeke, the king of all party starting. Um, and I've witnessed you, you know, and you're incredible. No one wants to sit down when you're there, period. And now you've turned that into a business, right? So you are now not only doing it for colleges, but you're doing it for major corporations. You've done things internationally. Um, we have some uh, aside jokes of how you've gone internationally and taken over sets because that's just how great you are. And there's never a complaint about your talent, your skill, nor your professionalism. It's it's really top notch. So talk a little bit about how you were able to take the punches as it first hit in 2020. I mean, I honestly, I was a little scared. I mean, in the beginning of 2020, I had about, I think, 50 to 60 weddings already lined up. It was scheduled to be one of my best years in terms of in-person and sales. Um, and then slowly everybody said, hey, we're pushing it to next year. We're pushing it to next year. Hey, I don't know what to do. I'm pushing it to later on in the year. Don't know what to happen until most of my in-person events were canceled. I remember some of my events that got moved from they were supposed to be this year, but they moved it forward because they didn't know how the world was going to be. They said, hey, let's do it early. I mean, I, I pretty much. I have several businesses and I think you should never have all your eggs in one basket. So when one of my businesses closed, I said, okay, let me figure it out. I started making what the people wanted mask. I was already 
you know, customizing suits. And I was like, oh, let me make some masks to go with the suits. I was bored. I needed something to do. And I put it online. And then my DM started going crazy. Hey, yo, where you get this mask from? This is fire. Can I get one? Oh, okay. I didn't know what to do. So I started making more, started selling them until I had like, I think 16 or 17 different designs. And I just kept on making different designs and trying different fabrics out. And then people, you know, that held me down for a couple of months when I wasn't making in-person money. So I think there's always a possibility. You just have to figure it out. And the key is not to stop. I think a lot of people just stop because they're afraid and they don't know what to do. Or they just, if the world is on standstill, they feel like they should too. And I don't think for me, I, I get agitated very quickly and uh, I can't stand still. Like my legs are shaking right now because I, I'm, I know, I know how much I have to do right now. Like I, I mean, I'm in charge of sales of my new company, which is the virtual space. Me and my partner, uh, Candler Vargas, we, we were friends for many years. The same person that taught us how to DJ, like that's how we connected. And out of boredom, we decided he took a step back. Mind you, he's a DJ. He took a step back and decided to just focus on the visuals for me. And I'll be the, the, the person in the front. So I started doing like the DJing on Instagram and stuff like that early. I'm talking about March, April. And then school started reaching out. Hey, yo, can you take over my page? I started doing Pace University. I started doing St. John's. I started doing New Jersey schools, New Jersey University. And I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. They're paying this for me to do stuff online. Uh, you know, and then it wasn't happening as often. It was probably like twice a week. I mean, fast forward. Now we're doing in a month close to 72 events. So, I mean, the main component with the business is you want your business to survive without you being present. Not present in in, in the sense that you're not a, a part of your business. Present in, in, in terms of you could step away from it and it still work. So yesterday was a big testing ground because the last year and some change, I've been the only person to be DJing for all of our events. So that's close to 400 events that I've did by myself. In order for the business to scale, we had to introduce new talent. So we've had a training session this past week, this training new talent on what to do. It's less about the music. It's more about the engagement when you're dealing with clients on the virtual space. Um, I know I'm saying a lot, but <laughs> I got so many thoughts in my head. But um, when you're dealing with clients from a, we, we did um, an event for uh, a family in Ireland. And yeah, because we, we spent a lot of money on ads. I mean, several grand um, on ads every month. And that allows us to be seen by not just the United States, but UK, Canada. Um, that was our main focus. We started with our area. And then we realized how big the internet is. So you could be reached by anybody. So we started investing. We started, I think, $1,500. And I thought that was a lot. And then now we're upwards of 15 grand on virtual ads with Google ads. Mind you, we haven't tapped into Instagram at all because we don't need it. I'm looking at leads right now because I'm in charge of that sector of my company. The leads come in. I contact the people, ask what they need, blah, blah, blah. And in the morning right now, I have 17 leads in the docket that I have to attend to. And then we have events today. We have uh, we have two events today. Normally on a Saturday, it ranges from two to seven events, depending on uh, what part of the year. Since this is like the closing of the school year, the closing of the books before it transitions to the next quarter, things slow down a little bit. But it's still busy as hell. So like Sunday, we have three events. Monday, we have three events. So it's not just focused on the weekend, like most events in person would be. It's more so stretched out the whole week. I'm booked in and busy um, and thankful. Wow. You said so much right there. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I took a little bit of bullet notes because there are some things I want to go back and um, address with what you said. Um 
I am I'm, I'm I'm stuttering because I'm so in awe and I'm so proud of you Zeke. I am just I I do I do brag about you. Um to anyone who will listen really. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Like, yeah. Oh, um, uh, Tiff said hi too. Hey Tiff. I Another. like her. <laughs> um <laughs> So you mentioned about your your market. You started talking about something that's like business 101. Um, and, and, and to be honest, not everyone who starts a business has taken business courses. But I'm just going to say this here. These are business principles 101 um, that you just discussed in that you saw what your market normally was, the in-person shows and how that changed, where events started getting canceled or postponed because there was uncertainty. And so you had to recognize what was currently happening, right? You mentioned one business dropping off, but also starting a new uh, a new part of a different business when you started making the masks. You saw a need and a niche in the market. People needed masks, but they also were tired of wearing boring ones, right? And some of them couldn't even find even the boring ones. So you, with your your brilliant creative mind, um, took ideas from clothing that you already created. And you guys, you need to see his clothing. So um, at the end of this, he'll tell you where you can see all of this because they are fire. Okay. Um, I'm also waiting for my turn. Just putting that out there. Zeke. Um, just gonna, you know, just, I, I like stuff too, but, um, the masks, you saw a market and you created a revenue stream. I love that. You said that eggs should not be in one basket alone in this life. We are not one dimensional. So I don't know why we think sometimes that our income should be one dimensional. It really should not. It's, income it means it can come in from anywhere Man. so we right yeah you know one thing that um i utilized during the pandemic as well is grants so uh, it was a lot of black businesses um that i saw that needed help and i didn't want to keep all of this to myself so i researched uh you know i have an llc i also um have a lot of certificates with the city um, I'm an MWBE, which is a majority black owned uh, entity. That certificate was very difficult to get. But since I had time and the resources, I was able to spend the money and get that. Um, normally, it takes about a year to get the certificate. Unbeknownst to me that the people at um, this business office uh, for the city knew me already. So let's just say things happen overnight um something that would normally take a year i got in two weeks um someone called me say hey you're missing you're missing one document and at that point you submit the document and then a year later you get your certificate the next day i got my certificate so it's it's you know as as the saying goes is not what you know it's who you know my gosh and and part of who you know is the lord look at that zeke mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. My, my parents did not play with the Bible. My whole family's names are Samuel, Elizabeth, Joseph, Abraham, Ezekiel. The only person that doesn't have a Bible name, still a powerful name, is my sister Florence. So, <laughs> you know, my parents did not play with the word. I get the text messages on. I know uh, all West Indian and African parents utilize this platform, and you know the platform I'm talking about when it comes to WhatsApp. They, I get the WhatsApp message at six thirty in the morning every day. Hey, jump on the prayer line. I'm like, I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's like, it was the, I had to explain that to my mom, but you know she ain't trying to hear me. Um, but yeah, like you said, prayer is, is powerful, man. Um, I think I, I think people think it comes just from them. No, it's it's something way bigger than you and I. Um, and I use that same mindset when it comes to my business and how I treat people. I think I've, I've interacted with a lot of celebrities and I've seen people that have been wealthy. And then I've seen people that have been rich, that have been nasty. I've seen people that have, um, have all the money in the world, but treat you kindly. Uh, I was working on a show called the get down, um, on Netflix. 
That was so good. Thanks. Um, and mind you, I came in as a hand double. I was supposed to be a hand double. Nothing more, nothing less. Getting minimum payments or whatever. I spoke up. I said something. Um, something was wrong on set. I said it. The, this uh, one uh, lady said, hey, tell the director, miss, I just got here. I'm not trying to lose my job. She was like, no, I'll tell him. She went up, told him. He said, sit next to me. And that started my whole career. And now doing cuts for the show, also doing um, training all of the actors on the show. So I got to be really cool with um, Baz Luhrmann, who was the director who did um, The Great Gatsby. He did Romeo and Juliet, to name a few. He also, uh, I don't know, he was just like, man, Zeke. I gave him some of my merch too. I gave him, um, uh, I, you know, I always do like custom merch. So I gave him a, a, clus, a custom flash drive in a box and with red velvet. He pulled me to the side. He said, you know, only reason I'm keeping this because it's made beautiful. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, um, I got to meet Will Smith. He came on set and I was the only person with a chair because it's open space, one chair because I'm training. And then we have... Uh, two dance instructors that also worked with Michael Jackson, um, training all of the, all, all of these, uh, these kids and these actors. Will comes in humble as he is sits on the floor. What is the first thing I do because of my upbringing? I bring my chair over to Will Smith. I pick him up and I put him in the chair and it felt like I floated to the other side because I was like, Will Smith just touched my hand. And honestly, I was in bis disbelief. That was really Will Smith. I looked, I was like, that looked just like Big Willie. Will and I didn't put the connection that Jaden Smith on our show, that's his pops, because I don't know. I was tired that day. <laughs> and he, the first thing he said to me, you didn't have to do that. That was very kind of you. What? He's a humble man. People don't understand how much money Will Smith has because he's not just getting paid for being an actor. He's getting paid because he own, he owns the production studio. So his production studio is now producing the movie and then he's getting paid for the movie. So he's getting double dipping. I, I love it, man. I love that that growth of black people in um, the humbleness of Will. He even had story time with us telling his stories of his experience when he first started, when he was signed to Jazzy Jeff. All of this information I did not know. And mind you, I'm a fan of Will. I'm a fan of Jazzy Jeff because he created certain scratches and cuts and stuff like that. Um, you would definitely know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? And, you know, um, even the. Uh, I got to meet Jazzy Jeff when I was um, I won the Red Bull three style, which is a DJ competition that takes a place all around the world. So I won New York and then I was able to go to Philly and then I was judged by him <laughs> and a few other people yeah. Um, that, I, that I, yeah, that I respect. And, that, you know, that was just a great moment in, in my life. I was like, man, I got to meet him and um, and I got so much respect from him outside of just watching him on television. But he helped will smith once he got put on he put on his friend and so when will smith got put on he put back on his friend a lot of people don't do that they forget about you um so i love that connection that they have wow yeah absolutely like you're saying so much and i'm just sitting here like yeah yeah and I have to remember we're we're recording this is not like our group chat sessions yeah yeah Thanks. <laughs> It's just so it's just so much good stuff, man. And you're you talked about um the the business stretching you in a way because the amount of work you had to do to get it to be recognizable so that more people wanted to book with you and and expand your business. Now you're at a point where you have to bring in other people. Mm -hmm. And knowing you as I've known you in the past, you're not just going to bring in any old people. I know your eyes are keenly looking for hunger, ability, and, and commitment in these people, not just because someone wants to be put on because of your name, but someone who's also going to grow and benefit for themselves. And of course your business. I mean, you don't even have to say it. That's just how I read you from what I've known of you throughout these years. And that reminds me of a business motto from one of our other friends, Samantha and Marvin Minot with Sankofa Ya, of 
looking behind you and reaching for what's behind you so that you can build up in the community and go forward. And that's what I got from you in hiring these new DJs to be part of your business, to keep the business running, even when you're not actively involved, the money still is coming, right? Yep. Um, yep. Um, And the business is growing. The notoriety of the name is going forth and you went to Ireland virtually. And so now that's a whole new market because those people are going to tell other people about the successful event they had with you. And then that's going to spread. Um, and oh, it, it did already. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. Like uh, we did one event prior to that in Ireland prior to, to that. And then it went, no, actually I think we were in India. So we were, uh, we did one event that was um, an Indian family in London that talked to these people in Ireland. And that's how we got that gig. So it was another birthday party that we did. And we saw, now we're seeing a lot of the same families. The world is very small. I'm seeing a lot of people I've known from junior high school that didn't even know that I did the service. So when they see me, oh man, Zeke, what's going on, man? I didn't know you did, this looks great. This service, wow, this is crazy. They're having a good time forgetting that they're on a Zoom because it feels more like television. And that's like what we we strive for is to make this experience a good experience. So um, we have a lot of banter with me and the host to make, you know, people enjoy, they start smiling, we reach out to people, we call them up, put them on a big screen, that type of feel. Um, so the connection I'm building with a lot of people, a lot of people knowing my name. So we've done hundreds. So I'm assuming thousands of people now know my name because oh, i yeah. see the influx of followers and stuff like that people reaching me and shooting um uh, us a message now all of our platforms are increasing in terms of like yelp um our google you know these reviews help you um with your seo to reach the top of google so when someone types in um dj you pop up to the front they type up virtual uh, events or virtual birthday parties or virtual um, baby showers. It goes to the front. So I started um, reaching out to companies to help me with this. And a lot of these companies are in India. So I have, you know, they at uh, 11 o'clock at night, it's eight o'clock over there in India. So I'm reaching out to these people like, hey, I can you do this? How much is this? It's a lot cheaper in India for them to use these keywords. So from my website, I had a bunch of keywords. I had black owned business. I had virtual. I had this, 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 this. And now it takes some time. I'm not sure if you're familiar with SEO, but SEO, it, it just helps your for the world to see you opposed to you paying for it. But now we're doing both. We're having SEO and articles written on our company and we're doing um, Google ads. And a lot of people can't afford the Google ads. So it kind of helps too, because your positioning online skyrockets when people don't have the finances to push themselves to the front. That's true. That's, that's super true. Yeah. Um, with the SEO, it's super important, especially with those keywords for people to find you mm -hmm. because you can get lost in the internet. The internet is very vast. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get lost in the rabbit hole, but that SEO, that, that'll that save you. Mm -hmm. And and furthermore, the fact that you were able to expand and get to a level where you can do uh, some Google ads, that further propels you and sets you apart from other businesses that are there. So what I'm hearing and learning from you is that when 2020 came in with a punch, God came in and was like, no, we're going to do this as a knockout and it's going to be Zeke winning. So that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, um, for sure. I think uh, okay. at first I was a, I was a little afraid, right? So I'm like, what's going to happen to my business? You know, I, I think a lot of entertainers lost their jobs. A lot of DJs lost their companies. A lot of venues lost business and then closed because for a year without money, you can't sustain yourself. Because now these venues in the city are paying $25,000 a month just to open. If you're not, you can't now, you haven't been making money. You can't have people in person or inside the venue party. How are these clubs going to sustain? They can't. So a lot of these companies close. I, I saw a lot of DJ companies um, 
online asking for people you know um they have their um what's they have their money cash app and all this stuff in the beginning it was cool now you don't really see that as much online it's only one person probably like d nice is the only one but he don't he don't need that money because he's getting money from everything he got a song he got a car i'm like i'd rather be quiet so no one asks me for nothing because you know anytime you have a little bit of success but you know success is a mindset you can be successful and no one even know who you are you could be a multi-billionaire and no one even know your name and that's what i want to be i don't need to be loud because anytime you loud with your money people jealousy is a, a crazy thing and they you know i just try to <laughs> keep quiet when it comes to success and a lot of people have no idea what i've been doing and a lot of things that I've have done. I mean, I've done travel the world for years and I didn't put a lot of it out because of, you know, honestly, I was afraid. I've seen what success does to people. Um, I know better not to ever jump into drugs or anything like that. But, you know, just to fame, people feel like they are entitled to a piece of you. Let's say they've known you for when you were young, but they feel entitled that, hey, I I can have some of this success because I know this person, but they, you know, they weren't with you in the gym. They've known you, but they never supported you. And most people that support you are people that don't know you. And I've noticed that. I've noticed that people like, oh man, <laughs> yo, I, I love what you do. I just want to support you. How can I buy this? And instead of sometimes your friends say, um, man, can I get a discount on this? Yo, you ain't got nothing for free for me but it cost me. So I'm supposed to give you something when I paid for this. That's not support. Zeke, that right there, it never makes sense to me whatsoever because the thought process is this. Okay, so I'm paying money for this. I'm putting all my ducats into this to create this particular product or this service, right? But then you want a discount or you want it for free because you also want to ride my coattail to success. How do you think the success is going to keep coming if I keep giving it to my friend or my family for free or at a discount? I'm taking a loss while you're taking a benefit. And then when I stop taking benefits because I can no longer afford you riding my coattail, I'm no longer quote unquote winning. And now you also don't know me. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's different things like that, but you mentioned um, keeping it quiet. And I also think that's smart. I'm a big advocate for not screaming your successes, sharing. Yes, but in your own time and in your own way. But the, the, the point is to recognize what success looks like. And for you, it's different. Success for me personally does not mean that you can buy a mansion. It does not mean that you can have the most talked about car or the car that's the most expensive in the world. I could care less about that because you can buy it and then have no money left over. Mm -hmm. You can buy it and have no family. Mm -hmm. You can let's, buy it. Let's and talk have about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk right. about finances. Let's talk about um, savings. Let's talk about um, people following what they feel like is normal. And this is what's destroying our youth. They feel like, okay, this person has diamonds and chains. Let me go out and get it. If I can't get it, I'm going to take it. And then you end up in jail. And, and now the cycle continues. I can afford diamonds and chains, but I don't need it because financially it's not responsible. My thing is I want a house. I don't want to pay someone for this apartment. I now are making steps for like I've for years I've been saving, putting money away because I want to put down a big down payment opposed to, you know, uh, I think for first time homeowners, I think it's like 6%. If you do 6% every month, your bill is going to be crazy. I don't want that. I want my bills to be manageable. So you put down a bigger deposit. So your bills are manageable. Uh, I financially, you have to save. This is how I look at it. With $100, 50% of that should go into savings or some type of investment. So, I mean, I invest in a lot of things. I mean, for instance, like what just took off just now, Dogecoin. I think that's how you say it. I just quadrupled my investment in a day 
Nice. Because I'm doing my my research, I was like, all right, let me just get twenty thousand shares of this, and I'm like, what? I'm my boy's like, yo, you know, you just killed just now. I had a friend that just made a half a million dollars off a of Dogecoin when he bought it when it was zero point zero 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 one percent. Wow. He made a half a million. He's never even seen that amount of money. I told him to cash out, bro. Cash that out. Right. <laughs> take that <laughs> take that to the bank because that's a, a great investment. Like I wouldn't take all of that money and put it into a house. No, because that money can make you money. You can invest it and get four percent on your money, uh, in different savings. That's a lot that's how rich folk do it. They don't spend their money, they spend their interest. Yes. You make your money your employee. You make mm-hmm. it work for you. Yep. And that's that's another thing. When we have the mindset of, okay, in order for me to thrive, I must hustle every which way. And for me, the word hustle, it, it means something completely different. Uh, but that's another topic for another day in another mm-hmm. episode. But when you have that mindset of, okay, I'm having this money, I'm going to spend it now. One, wrong. That's never what you should be doing. If you don't need a thing, if it's not dire to you, your money should not be going toward it, right? So then you mentioned about savings and investments. Um, Proper savings should also make you interest, okay? Um, And then you have your investments, looking at the market. There's some studying that you have to do. I have a friend of mine and he does investments and he's been immersed in in stocks and options and trading and mm-hmm. he's trying to educate me and I just feel like, oh my gosh, my brain can't manage all of this. I, I got some, I got some understanding of it. I, I cannot say that I've got the full gamut because it's a lot. It's but, a lot. It's a lot. Can I, can I um give some tidbits to your, uh, your listeners? Do it. Um, there's a few apps that you can download to help you in your journey. Not necessarily stocks because stocks isn't for everybody because you could lose a lot of money. That should be your toy money, money that you're not worried about losing. Um, but in terms of investing or savings, I know some people have problems with savings. So this is one app that I use personally, which is Digit, right? So you should always have a rainy day fund. Um holding at least a thousand dollars so if anything goes down you can always tap into that thousand dollars and say okay i could utilize this for that emergency you should have a retirement fund outside of your uh your your job um uh, account that they give you you should have something on the side because that might not be enough to sustain yourself because the living wage is going to change from when you retire so let's say you should have at least a million dollars saved um, for retirement so you can live comfortably. Uh, now you should have a savings for your taxes. Sometimes um, this is for people that own their own business. Sometimes you don't take out your taxes and they hit you at the end. No, mm-hmm. make sure that you're saving. Have this app saves automatically. You you set an amount of money that you want to have it pull out and it, it takes out increments every day or every other day. It could be 50 cents, a dollar, whatever, right? You have you have one for travel. So I, I set it because I haven't traveled in a while. And let me set some money aside for travel. So within the year, okay, I want to travel in let's say three months. Let me save four or 5,000. How can I do that? Sometimes one large amount might not be feasible, but small amounts um, that you don't feel. And then you go back to the app. It's like, man, I saved $4,000 for this trip already. Um, gifts, let's say Christmas time, you know, you, you spending so much money and one month might as well save for it. Um, and for me, I have another tab that not everybody has, but some people might wedding. I'm saving for that wedding as well. I have the money in my account for it, but I want to save for it. So I'm not just pulling money out of my account because, you know, a wedding is expensive. Mm hmm. I wanted to talk about that too. I'm gonna get to it too mm-hmm. before, because I, I know we we gotta wrap this up. Because you a busy man. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for sharing all of that, and I hope you guys were listening. I know I was listening as well. In 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 moments ago, you mentioned something that's very uh, poignant: opening your mouth. 
Um, and that goes back to when you were on set for the get down. Yeah. That goes for any matter of business or pursuit that anyone has. If you don't open your mouth, you will never know what could be possible. You will never know that there could have been a door or a window that was available to you to step into. When you opened your mouth, Zeke, you got a chair, right? I mean, people talk about a seat at the table. There was no table per se, but you got a chair, right? And then that opened you up to be able to give it to Will Smith and meet someone, right? Even though there's like no particular connection there you still have that to add to you that you met this person and you saw a level of someone who has ridiculous amounts of money ridiculous connections but you saw the humility level so that brought you to a point of being able to say I've experienced seeing this so when I say what I say I know what I'm talking about and I know how I want to be when I manage my wealth we have that we need to get that mindset from chasing the, the, the bag chasing the cash to having a wealthy mindset. And that does not only go with the money in your account, but it also goes with your character. And that's what also helps you to thrive against all odds because you can make a lot of money in a season. And when the season changes, the money can go right. And your connections can go because your character ain't too nice. People don't like you. Now you are black, blackballed, right? So, or blacklisted. So all of those things go hand in hand. And I can say, knowing the Ezekiel Akinyemi that I have known, his parents did an excellent job because the man has character that, that does not falter right? He has know-how and he's such a, a social being, but he's so respectful and just being around him makes you happy. And it's a, it's a very cool thing. Um, but I'm not going to share my friend, but, um, I'm going to be a little selfish on that, but this is, this is who you are and this is who you've been. And one, I want to thank you for staying consistent. Um, Two, to go on to the point of opening your mouth and being able to talk and the fact that you have a wedding coming. Um, also, guys, he has been the Wedding Wire winner for 2019 and 2020. You know, brides and grooms, they love the man because he's that awesome. Um, but this man did <laughs> the most epic wedding proposal <laughs> that I have seen in forever and not for nothing i'd been waiting for it for quite some time (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly it was supposed to come a different way but um i talked to one of my ogs he was like man is that something she wants because i was trying to do Times square you know take her to a broadway show and then uh propose with the you know will you marry me on big screen but i think it was more so just for me what i wanted and i had to look past myself and look at what her needs are. Um, Tip, I'm going to say this. Um, I remember those same statements coming from the girls in our group chat asking you, Zeke, what does she like? What does she want? Uh-huh. <laughs> when you when you said you want to do this, we were like, great. What does she like? <laughs> I remember that particular question. And the way you did it, and who you got on there, that speaks to you opening your mouth because you reached out to people. Oh, and yeah. then, you sure did. Then one of those same people did an interview and then they showed your video. And that's Anthony Anderson. He showed your video of you proposing to this magnificent woman, Tiffany. Not going to put all her government out there. But uh-huh. Tiffany. And it, it, it was just like that right there. It wasn't about the fact that you got celebrities to do something for you. It wasn't about the fact that it was on television. What it was about is the character, the love and and the commitment that was shown, the passion that you put into your work aside. It 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 is who you are because you can see it in what you did for the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with, the woman that you love from your soul, you know? And so that was that was so amazing. And um, yeah, I did get teary eyed. And I was like, mommy, look, I ran to my mother. I was like, mom, look, Zeke, look what you did. 
Um, <laughs> and she was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I meant to tell you. She said, congratulations. By the oh, way. Give, my, give my hug for me. She's I awesome. will. I will. Um, but those are the those are the things that are majorly important for people to recognize that your character goes hand in hand with your perspective because when in business and any pursuit that you have, if you want to thrive, you need the ability to be able to shift your perspective. One thing's not working, so I got to see what else can work. What is in this market? What is needed? Where can I fit in? Where do my gifts and talents um fit in where can I cut and shift and mold and grow and who can I bring along with me to enhance this experience story time so the only reason I started a suit company was because someone got me upset wait what that's the only reason I started a a fashion company is because someone got me upset I was trying to support uh you know black businesses um they were overcharging me I saw how things were being made uh, it was actually like two different people. It was one one person I supported when I was in college, and you know I was paying I was spending like three four thousand dollars for a suit, but they weren't making them. <laughs> oh, you know, so it for me it was just like okay, they uh, were supposed to make something for my birthday. They flopped on me, didn't answer my calls, and at that point I was like, okay, cool, let me support somebody else. Did the same thing. They outsourced in another country. It took forever for me to get my suit. It took, I think, seven or eight months because it takes three months for them to receive it from this country. I'm done. It didn't fit the first time, the second time, the third time. It's still in my closet. I gave them their money because I, I'm all about supporting businesses. But if the business don't work, I'm not, I can't. So that is the pretty much the reason I started. I started reaching out to different people. I started going to the... Um, the fashion district, building connections, buying things all the time to a point where I get crazy discounts because I now bring clients to them and they could charge the clients anything they want. But for me, Zeke, don't worry about it. They hand me scissors to cut my fabric. Yo, just give me whatever. That's the, the relationships that I have with these people. Um, you know, I'm still, you know, those are the same people I reached out to to say, hey, they have this government grant, fill it out. You know, because I know how much they're paying. They're paying $25,000 a month just to have their space to house all of these fabrics. And I want them to still be in business because I, I utilize them too. You support them. Yes. Support is a mutual lane. Yeah. It's, it's a two-way street. I You said something about discounts and I'm thinking, now see, that's how a discount should work. It's a mutual benefit. Mm-hmm. It's not... I'm just going to get the cheaper while this person took a whole brunt of the, the loss. You no, know, I get them so much money. I put so much money in their hands. It was less about, they told me, you know, I, we're not going to charge you the regular rate. Just give us, give us 10, 10 bucks. These, these, uh, fabrics per yard range from 40 to $80. So any fabric I choose, I can get for the low. And I'm just like, man, this is great. <laughs> but that's relationships. Everything in life is built on relationships and connection. It's less about what you know, but education is key, of course, because you don't want to be a dummy trying to um, try to jump into a field you have n- no knowledge of. Educate yourself, build your wealth with relationships, and and then you you'll grow from that. I mean, I think this generation falls victim to thinking that everything happens overnight. I've been doing this for 20 years and now I'm seeing fruits. I've saw fruits here and there, of course, but now I'm seeing fruits that are way bigger than me. So I think my mindset is like, how can I just make sure that this is not me becoming rich, but me becoming wealthy so that my generations of Akinyemis can now live in a comfortable space? Boy, I mean, Yes. I don't know if you guys would hear me clap. So I'm just uh-huh. I'm snap. Um, yeah. All of all of what you said is the very, very truth. It's the relationships. It's that connection. It's it's all of it that helps you to grow and maintain. I'm just like happy. <laughs> I'm just so happy right now having this whole discussion with you um the clothing by the way like i said people you need to 
go take a look because the the quality and and the thoughts that you put into it, even down to choosing a button. Yes. <laughs> you know, the agonizing thought of which button works best, which button would people like the most, but still carries the, the quality that I want for this particular piece. Sometimes you know? that takes a couple of days for me. Sometimes I, I be in a button shop they know me so well in there. They would just, they let me be, you know, I go behind the counter, grab the button that I need because I'm sometimes just staring at the piece, trying to make a connection. Um, I just, I'm not going to put regular buttons in there. And you also have to look at what buttons will work. I mean, I remember early on when I first started, I was trying to go into wood buttons and all this other stuff. Wood buttons don't do well when it's washed and when it's dry cleaned. So you have to look at a button you know, I started getting into glass buttons and, you know, these things are pricey, but they look amazing. So I didn't mind, you know, spending the money because I saw something that I was in love with. I was like, you know, some of these fabrics, I was like, oh, this is fire. I could definitely utilize this, um, you know, and now, I mean, because of some of these grants, I didn't use my money to make a lot of these suits I made for myself just to promote myself. Like I made a cashmere jacket um cashmere is 400 dollars a yard it takes four and a half yards just to make a jacket not including lining buttons and the fur that i used fur normally costs 450 a tail it takes about four tails to make the jacket that i made so as you can tell it, it becomes very expensive a jacket like that would normally cost five or six grand in the store i'm able to make it at a cheaper rate because of connections but I wanted to try it out. And when you try things out out of your own money, it's expensive. That's why a lot of fashion designers take out a lot of loans. And if their fashion brand doesn't do well, they take a loss. So it's, I, you know, I've been lucky enough to utilize grant money because you can use it for your business. And that's one of my businesses that I own. Um, so I, I tell you, man, if you need uh, some grants, if I see it, I, I don't know, I should post it somewhere or something like that. But um, I know I was sending it out through text messages and emails to some of my friends that I knew had LLCs. If you have an LLC, reach out to me. Um, there's a bunch of grants that I filed for. I, just recently I did the, um, um, what grant was this? FedEx, the FedEx grant. Um, you know, the, the, you know, with the FedEx grant, that's big money. So I was just like, man, let me fill this out. It was a lot of work. The bigger grants want you to do a lot more work and, and you know, more explaining about your business and things like that. Do a video. You know, I, I do all that. Some people don't like to put in the time. You can't expect things to happen for you if you don't put in the time. Yeah, don't expect something for nothing. Mm -hmm. Zeke, I just want to say this here. I said it to you before, but I'm going to say it again um, because it's recorded and also Tiffany's listening so she can remind you. If I ever get married, I want you to not forget about me, but I have that conundrum because I want you to th be there as, you know, my friend Zeke, but I don't trust nobody else to do mm -hmm. anything else. You are the quality marker point blank period so it'll be your whole production company because you know me and my trini blood um yeah i got jamaican blood too but it is the trini blood in me that wants the whole extra shebang mm. um you already know our group so. <laughs> yes yes i got you i mean for me I, I never forget people i think um people sometimes expect you to forget them and you know, my memory is like an old owl, man, or an elephant. I, I, I remember everything, and uh, I think when you change, people expect you to treat them differently. I treat people the same. Exactly. But, you know, um, sometimes like with you, like I know you always show love, and but with some people, like people want you to give them something because you are now at a certain point. That's crazy. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm looking at myself like, I want to help you, but I can't give you something for free. Like, uh, you know, uh, I give, you know, I take care of my friends, discounts, all that, all day. But people expect you to now, okay, if you got a sponsorship with this company, now they're entitled to having a whole, <laughs> a whole sneaker line in their closet for free. I was like, yo, I put in the work for this. 
Yeah, you know? that's the thing. I, I yeah, I, I don't I don't believe that that's how it should be. Now, I think that when it comes to discounts, when it comes to friends and family, I think that should be um, out of the goodness of your own heart. You know, it should not be approached to you as you owe me this because you, you don't really. Um, so with every intent, I'm like, you know, I would not ask you for a discount whatsoever. I'm like, no, no you wouldn't have to. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't have to. That's that's something I always I try to my best to bless my friends. Um, you know, sometimes not everybody is in the f- the same financial standing. Like I have one of my boys reach out. He was like, yo, I can't do this right now. I was like, bro, I take care of you. What it is. Cool. That's the relationship part because everything can be about money. It's about the relationship, you know? So I'd rather keep the relationship and take a loss opposed to trying to make money off of everybody. Like they're a number, not every, you know, people aren't numbers to me. You know, I like building friendships and relationships. And that is much appreciated. Zeke, I am so happy to have had you on the show. All the gems and the knowledge you dropped and the experiences you shared. I hope you all were listening. I hope that you go back and replay this episode, but have your notepad ready because there's so much in there that you can use so that you can know you too have the ability and possibility to thrive against all odds. Amen. Zeke. Yes. Amen. Zeke, tell the people where they can find you. So, um, I'm on Instagram, DJ Zeke One. I'm on Twitter at DJ Zeke, DJ Z E K E, DJ Zeke.com. You just drop it in Google, I pop up. Um, thankfully, I mean, if you want to check out my suits, it's Olawashe Global um, on Instagram. But I try to connect everything. So if you see it on Instagram, it's uh, my company's also tagged my suit line. Uh, if you need a suit, reach out. We can make it happen. Men's, women's suits. If you need like a custom piece, uh, just give us about three to four weeks um, turnaround time and we can get that to you. Um, Crystal, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm thankful for you. All the good things in life will happen to you and your family. Stay protected. It's crazy out here. Amen. Uh, and I'm thankful for you having me up on your show. It's truly an honor. And um, thank you. You're welcome. And guys, we are at the end of such a good episode. I love you for listening and I will talk to you the next time. Thanks for tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, like, comment, and share. Remember, you can find us everywhere podcasts are streamed. Post your comments and your topic requests on crystalsays.com or on Instagram at the Let's Chat Podcast. Don't be shy. Let's chat. You and me.